Hey everybody, welcome to Public Access America's Just the Tip. Do you have any Just the Tips before we take off? Oh, just the tip ones. Just the tip. Uh, any picture of Batman as an adult is a family photo. Okay. Because <laughs> his parents are dead. <laughs> um, That's funny. Eating popcorn is just swallowing a bunch of busted nuts. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> because my week was an absolute shit show. My just the tip would be make sure you're evaluating your job, what you're doing, and not going crazy. Like, we all go through tough times at work. Um, like, that that happens. Like, we're all going to have weeks where it's just like, holy shit, this is way too much. But it shouldn't be that week, way every week. It is time now for something positive. We might be headed to the promised land. The of promised speaking land, the truth the and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. Problem can only be solved. When there is a kind of coalition of conscience, of conscience, because conscience. that is how it works. This is the beginning. It is not the finale, and that's why we're here, and that's why we rally, 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 rally. We've got to be that creative minority. Creative minority. Creative minority. Find a way to get in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. Frankly, I know we've got to do something. Fantastic. But he's a beautiful guy. And I just, I was hoping to get a cross section of sort of mental and, you know, physical and public health and mental health. It's just, and the analyst, it's just getting these four brains together. I really don't care if we talk about Maseratis versus Toyota. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Always going to be interesting. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Public Access America. My name is Jason. His name is still Jeffrey. We get together once a week to talk about the week. And this week, we have our favorite friend, Karen, from the Earkick app. And we're just going to have an open conversation about stuff. We have some loose topics in our note as usual, but we're just going to have fun with it. When we get brains like this together, I really don't care what it is we're, we talk about. I just don't want to steer it into any one lane or another. And all week long, I had imagined coming here, logging on and putting my head in my hand because the way the world was politically was so messed up. And I was like, I don't know. This isn't the group to talk politics with. How do I, how do I show people the human cost of this stuff without talking about it? You know what I mean? And that's how I came up with the liar, lying liars are liars. (laughs) Yeah. Because I Mm -hmm. couldn't specifically talk about anybody, but Karen, hi, welcome. We had you on last month and we wanted to have you on. We want to have you on every month to get that, get an update on ear kick. And then I'm kind of curious from your perspective, what, what's top of what's been top of mind for you this last month. Okay. Oh, a lot. So um, I'm going to just start with what has been very, very recent, which is, um, uh, we have a Ukrainian um, um, colleague, actually two, uh, female and a male, and he 
he came up with a new feature, a tool um, to fall asleep easier. And it's basically, it's called Ambience Mixer. Um, and it's, uh, it looks like a mixer for music. Uh, it's on the app, on the free app. And you can put a timer to as long as you want. And then you can kind of mix your favorite uh, music with your favorite sound. Let's say you, you want some meditation sounds and you want to add some thunder, some, some rain, some ocean waves. You can all do it the way you like most, but you can also use preset, uh, presets. And the idea is to either make you calm down in the middle of the day if you need, because nobody's going to see it. You have your ed headphones or earbuds in. Oh. Or in his case, <laughs> Uh, as you know, there's a war raging over in Ukraine and he couldn't sleep. He had huge trouble with falling asleep due to the constant, um, you know, air raids and, and shelling and whatnot. So he developed it for himself and now he can sleep much better. He, uh, he, he's uh, doing a lot of this and I have been using it too. And that brings me to what was going on the last two days because I thought, okay, this works so well. Now I want to go out in nature and try it out in nature. So we went outside to the woods and with like almost nothing to ourselves, um, with two, two uh, teenage uh, boys. And um, we made uh, like a makeshift um, kind of uh, cabin. No, not even. It was not even a tent. We just like made something. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we we slept there. Uh, we we slept uh, the night there. And it's amazing wow. uh, what it does to you. So first of all, it's incredible. The 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 orchestra of sounds like you have, you know, birds and you have all kinds of trees making weird noises and it smells wonderful and then you have this yeah. light the light air sometimes a bit of rain so it, it you know it was it was not the easiest night because it, there's so much going on but your heart rate drops to a minimum like almost dead <laughs> and you wake up completely different um maybe a bit stiff and cold but definitely something happened right with your body and it's it I, it gave me so much energy so i'm going to write a blog about this about how you know nature and just even spending 10 minutes can can be a real game changer on your entire health um and so it's a, ne it's a necessity <laughs> to download like that yeah definitely so you have both you have like you can go into nature if, if you have the opportunity or you can use um the uh, ambience mixer by uh, my wonderful colleague igor uh, and just make sure that you get enough sleep or that you can calm down if some you know somebody got on your nerves or if something really bad happened that day you know it doesn't have to be war it can just be a colleague or someone that is really mean to you and i just switch it on that little ambience mixer you mix your your own sounds and off you go calming down i really like that <laughs> that's fantastic i think we talked about that last week i asked jeffrey what kind of music pulls you out of a trigger and he's like there is none it's <laughs> <laughs> true but i did i did think what calming is for is when you're ready to calm you know what i mean not mm -hmm. and sometimes that's not at the peak of your frustration level but at some point your endorphins and your adrenaline are gonna they're gonna 
bottom out and you're going to want to be calm, you know? And so there's a great space for that as well as you can go into your kick app and just type in, like we were talking about, just type in a trigger mm -hmm. or an issue and yeah. then go back and flesh it out later. And you can, have, so you have the, when you're in the peak of anxiety, you can go in there and just leave a note saying F this world. And then you can <laughs> listen to music when you're ready to calm down. And once you're calmed down, you can go back to F this world and say, I had a yeah. bad day. <laughs> you, like you, you know, there's something really interesting about habit creation. And that is that even I, I, I so much uh, agree with you that it's difficult to find the music or that sound that mm -hmm. suits every, a moment right of your emotional um world but mm. the good thing is if you have a sound that works well a few times and you get you you, you train your mind and body to get into a certain state when you hear that yes. sound then you can use it uh you can you can try to use it even at the peak of your anger or your bad mood and see if it works because we're wow. you know we get used to things like for me if you put if you darken the room Anytime during the day, I fall asleep because I condition myself like a bird. You just darken right. the room and I fall asleep. <laughs> so I it can be that. the same thing with your mood or anger. You feel it coming up. You tune that in and calm yeah. down. <laughs> every, every day you're creating habits. Either they're good or they're yeah. bad or they're neutral, but you're mm -hmm. doing it just by the repetition of your schedule. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Jeffrey, I missed you all week. How are you doing? <clears throat> I've had yet another absolutely slammed week and I'm probably with two more to go. Wow. You know, one of the things, you know, this is, I think, top of my mind is it, at least at least here in the U.S., um, it, I, I don't know what it's been like over in Europe or, or anywhere else for that matter, but we've had what's called the great resignation. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, people are, have figured out that, you know, if it, the, those who wanted to work from home or, or continue to work from home, uh, a lot of companies have figured out, Oh, we can save a ton of money and, and not have so much overhead. And so they, you know, there's been a great shift to work from home and that has left a lot of us that work in offices severely understaffed in some cases. Yeah. And public so it's been public access. America was on the leading edge of this work from home movement too, by the way. Wow. <laughs> the work from home before work from home was cool. If this is, if this is work, you know, we generate, we generate a couple dollars a month. So, Hey, <laughs> you know, and, and the thing is, is like, uh, especially for people who, you know, have to be, you know, in the office or, or mm -hmm. have to be, you know, I think, I think, especially for those of us who are, are dealing with issues that are, you know, involving short staffing, it's been really something else and it's just been i mean for for the employees having to cover it's exhausting mm -hmm. number one yeah uh, you know plus uh, you know and, and a lot of times on top of that you're you recover you're covering multiple positions instead of just like the one that you got hired for right and so it becomes really stressful and you don't get your stuff done and it takes a while after you get home to finally wind down but you know some of us it's like you don't get that chance to wind down because you got to get food on the table you got to get make sure the kids get their homework done you got to make sure that the dog's not being a total asshole and uh do you, do you know that? it's just it's just one of those things where it's like by the time you finally get to the point where it's like okay i can sit down and take a couple of minutes you're just energetic energy wise you're just completely strung out <laughs> 
Right. Yeah. I I always wonder how you all I like I'm disabled. I work from home. I I I can walk away from anything I want to, whatever's in my life I chose. How do people with like an actual life handle a whole life, you know? <laughs> Yeah. sometimes better than others uh that's really about the the answer that i got and i think it really just you know everybody's mental health is different and you know i think it just kind of depends on you know number one how you grew up number two how you've learned how to cope with your things and number and number three you know leaning on whatever healthy habits you have and trying to root out the bad ones i don't and unfortunately like that's one of those things where like i know i'm a stress eater so you know that's that's you know not my strong it's, that's my strong suit is, is is finding great food and eating it when i'm stressed out problem is is, is that when you lead a mostly sedentary lifestyle that's oh. not a great habit to have <laughs> so you have to try and figure out how to balance that out i mean I, 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 I pretty much look like I should be in, you know, the world's strongest man competitions because I, I can eat like that and I can lift right. a lot. I just don't have the time to do it and the consistency to do it, but I certainly can eat like I'm still training and you know it's what just I'm, like, what I'm not so a great thing. You know what I'm so proud of? My roommate came home and he was, he had a horrible day and he was stress eating and he was like, Hey, thank you for this homemade hummus, by the way. And he polished off the whole container and I was like that. <laughs> That's awesome. He didn't stress eat like a bag of Oreos, right? Or Cheetos mm -hmm. or whatever. I don't know what people eat, <laughs> but he ate like homemade hummus. And I told him now drink a lot of water because it's a scrub brush for your insides. <laughs> it is. So right. what, I, what I say is if you're going to stress eat, stress eat uh, vegetable fruit, like grapes. Grapes are a great thing to stress eat. You know what I mean? Or uh, mm -hmm. raisins, like hummus like i am all on board of the hummus train <laughs> for me so for me what i've actually been what i've actually kind of experimented with is mentally where i'm at based on what i eat so like i found that like especially when i'm stressed out and i go for convenience and i eat just like fast food or garbage food mm -hmm. i feel genuinely worse like mm -hmm. mental wise not 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 even just physically just mentally like i just like it just feels like i can't quite get my shit together yeah. but when I go back to eating, you know, things that are, you know, better for me, things that are home cooked or things that are minimally processed, I feel mentally a lot better. And so it's just a matter of, it's like, okay, so how do I figure out how to take that, you know, that, that knowledge that, you know, eating minimally processed stuff, eating things that are better for you and condense that down into, uh, things that i can easily prepare take with me when i have limited time mm -hmm. right because because you know convenience is great but at the same time you know i can't eat a cheeseburger from mcdonald's the way that i could when i was you know 16 17 years old and it didn't affect me right. <laughs> it doesn't work like that anymore yeah the bill comes very late you know and and it boils down to for me at least uh two things one is knowing yourself and, and your, basically your triggers and your phases. Um, and I think you guys do a good job in that. But um, if you don't, then it's very important to, to kind of uh, reverse the movie and go like, oh, how did I get into this situation? And then the, the, and try to like get yourself into favorable uh, circumstances or, you know, as you said, prepare something, a healthy choice. Um, and mm -hmm. the other thing is to really to ask for help 
So I, I do that when I'm kind of like really in the flow or in the tunnel and uh, I don't care about eating. I don't care about all that. Then right. um, I, I tell my, my, my co-founder and partner and uh, he has an eye on it. So he, he kind of forces me <laughs> to the kitchen to, to chop some salad or to, you know, make some, get my hands dirty uh, with, with right. cooking something. Mm-hmm. And at the very process of uh, chopping something or preparing something and uh, takes the edge out of the, I gotta have something now, you know, and then, sure. and then you have a, a different way of enjoying, you know, the healthy food and, and, and the not so healthy convenient options are forgotten. Right. But yeah. it, it, without help, I think in, in our difficult times or stress times, or, you know, when we have good reasons to stress eat, uh, it, it's, it's not a shame to ask people for help and tell them, Hey, when you see me doing this, then you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just learned to fill my fridge with food, like good food. Right. Yeah. And so when I want to binge on a bag of M&Ms, I go, Oh, I didn't buy them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, sorry. What yeah. do I have to eat? And then all I have left to eat is I don't like kefir. I keep that in my fridge. And when my stomach's upset, I just drink kefir. I don't know what it does for me, but man, it's like liquid yogurt and I love it. Yeah. Sorry, John. But there's those, there's those things. And, oh, and then, so I start thinking to myself, I'm going to be hungry and I don't have anything I can just grab and eat. Now I have to think about what I'm going to make. And a lot of that is a process that takes me out of my frustrated brain yeah. you know what i mean yeah so that's the basic if I'm, working, <laughs> if I'm working on something i think to myself i'm i'm getting frustrated i'm getting hungry oh i gotta think about what to make oh and then so it's because i like i like being in the kitchen i like making things that's fun for me you know it is yeah. i i learned a very cool acronym once um from I don't even remember it was a, a, a lady a, a writer and she said whenever you have this kind of urge to get something to eat or do something then remember halt it's h-a-l-t ask yourself are you hungry are you um a is for uh um anxious anxious aggravated. yes aggravated are you lonely or are you tired mm. and it's not always hungry something is right, no. thirsty right but are you maybe you are anxious or you're you're aggravated as you said or apprehensive maybe you're just tired you know try a nap maybe it's that we're not very we good at s on, <laughs> we should put an s on the end of that for stone <laughs> <laughs> you know whatever you put at the end but the thing is to kind of mm-hmm. go through these stages and then and not we settle very fast in on hungry I must be hungry, right? We're kind of, ah, we need something. And then M&M's is around the corner or whatever else is conveniently close. Mm-hmm. And there we go, you know, and it's not what we should do. It's not what we need. Maybe, very often I'm tired, but it's right. only when I lay down that I realize I wasn't hungry or thirsty. I was tired or I'm maybe lonely. Then, you know, pick up the phone and, and talk to someone or take the app and, you know, shout at it, right. do something like that. Call call Arby's and talk to them about food. (laughs) Arby's? Oh, God, that's painful. (laughs) You know, I mean, for me, the biggest one has always been, you know, water. It's like you're not hungry, you're thirsty, and you need to actually drink some water. So go pound a glass of water. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it's uh, a joke in this house, by the way. When I see my roommate, I'm like, hey, go drink some water. Because <laughs> I set an alarm on the Google app. And then when he plugged the system together, now he gets my reminder at four o'clock every day. Hey, <laughs> go drink more water. <laughs> you know, you know, the funny thing is that uh, we have like this goal section in our app and uh, we analyzed um, what people chose um, as a, as was what was the most frequently chosen goal. And by goal, I mean something small that you can achieve on a daily basis. You can, you can set reminders and things like that. What do you think it was? Drink more water. Yes. Smoke less. Drink a glass of water <laughs> or drink more water. Um, and, and then it, it changes was, your life. Yeah. But it's, it's incredible, isn't it? That you wouldn't think of it by yourself. It's incredible right. that you have to have a notification and kind of a plan to tell you, I don't know, once or twice a day, drink some more yeah. water. And think, you know, it's the simple things that, that we can change and that have a huge effect on our mental and physical health. Um, and all we need is to be reminded and all we need is to kind of mm -hmm. go like, yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get some water. Right. <laughs> and I think I think making a plan to accomplish that in months or years time as opposed to like hours yeah. is important to realize. Like I, we talk about this all the time, the tiny steps it takes in creating the base for a habit that you can continue doing yeah. instead of cold turkeying it for like 48 hours oh. and going back to what you did. You know, like I always say, if I want cheesecake, I'm going to go get cheesecake. I'm <laughs> diabetic. You know, I might have to take a couple pills for that, but if I want it, I'm going to get it. But if I don't have it, I won't get it because I don't drive. You yeah. know, <laughs> so, right. yeah. so it's about what I put in my freezer. And I got some of this rebel ice cream, which is like super, um like real low sugar but it's solid as a rock so i hated it so that's what was in my freezer and i was like do you really want something bad? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah make it hard for you to get it and that that's and, right. uh, on the way to that mm -hmm. you you know I, I i heard a story about someone who would like hide their sweet his sweets somewhere in the garage and under a pile of, I don't know, uh, you know, wood and then in right. that little box and, and that box had to, you had to think of a code to open it. And by the way, you know, like it took him at least five to 10 minutes to get there. And that, that <laughs> those five to 10 minutes made him think again. Um, yep. And I think that's a, that's a wonderful trick. We sometimes have to trick our, 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 our basic instincts. <laughs> if we right. want to achieve a, a uh, behavior change and that goes for everything right right but you have <laughs> to raise your threshold for the tolerance and then slowly lower it so like don't throw your cigarettes away yeah like throw throw 10 of them away right <laughs> or separate them and then put them somewhere else you yeah. might not and then you'll be like every time you look at them you'll be like oh i don't have enough i need <laughs> to slow down like don't put everything you have in front of you yeah a little bit <laughs> make it a very difficult easter egg hunt yeah <laughs> right yeah i love that that's oh. fantastic Mm-hmm. So what did you stress eat this week? Oh, well, so this week I've actually been trying uh, to change that habit um, nice. simply because it's like, 
you know, it's one of the things about where I work. It's, you know, we have like a little convenience shop where you can go, you know, there's some healthy options, but they're kind of like down at the bottom and you have to look all of the, like the candies and the chips and stuff is like right at eye level. <laughs> and so it's, you know, it, it's one of those things like having studied business and having studied marketing. I mean, you, the, one of the things that most people don't realize is, is that, um, a lot of these companies, like they have, um, they have contractual requirements on where they place their stuff. So like they pay a premium for having something at eye level, you know, right in that range of you walk by it, you see it, you're like, yep, that's what I want. And you grab that. And that's why typically like either your cheaper foods are going to be on the bottom or your healthier foods are going to be up high. They're not going to be at eye level. And so even, even just within my little workplace, you know, I've looked at that and I'm just like, do I want to get, you know, that candy bar that's right there? It's my favorite one that I've always liked. Yeah, but I can't be doing this anymore. Like if, if I, you know, I'm working on my own health and if I keep going to the candy bar, I'm not going to get anywhere. And so for me, you know, trying to figure out, it's like, okay, when am I like, why am I feeling hungry? Like why, like at what point in the day am I feeling hungry? So with my breakfast routine change i noticed that i can easily go until my lunch uh my lunchtime just between having you know having breakfast and drinking black coffee there's not really any calories in black coffee so hey great fantastic i don't need it because i just sit there it'd be different if i had like a physical job where i'm constantly moving lifting stuff twisting around you know exerting some exerting some force but you know what i do is i sit and i read bunch of different documents that's not exactly the same you're burning calories yes but you're not burning the same as if you're out there doing physical motion so now i've started you know trying to do like shakes and stuff at lunch and then like a light snack about halfway between there to get me to dinner so that way it's like i'm still getting you know what i need but I'm not snacking, you know, not having this full meal that I always feel tired afterwards and then needing some type of sweet to give me an energy boost to get me through the rest of the day. Right. So that's been, that's, that's been the start of the journey this week. Um, it's once again, trying to develop that habit. Yeah. I had that argument with my mom about mental, mental jobs versus physical jobs. Cause I worked in a factory and she would say, I'm so stressed and I'm just, I'm just so out of it. And I would say, I, you, I just worked for like nine hours lifting boxes. How could you, you do it? Like you sat here all day and she'd be like, no, you've been moving all day. And we'd have that argument. So I think that's kind of funny. Yeah. I think they're both equally taxing in a way that I don't think the other could imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, brain work is very, it's heavy. It's heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. If you're focused, not if you're zapping from one thing to the other, but if you're right. really creating or you're really learning something, or you're really thinking about the future of whatnot, that that costs you. I think in terms of calories, it's the same thing as, as lifting boxes. It just feels different. Um, I, I have a trick for myself when I um, when I want to test whether I'm really hungry or just kind of like, ah. Um, and I, I in the morning, I, I would um, prepare uh, carrots um, and, and a box of them. Because the thing with carrots, you have to chew them and you can't do that mm-hmm. fast. 
So when you feel like this kind of little hunger or kind of, uh, I actually, I just want distraction from the heavy work that I'm doing. And then you start munching on a, on a carrot and it goes away. Then, you know, it, it wasn't hunger, right? It was just something so else. Funny. I've <laughs> and, done that where I've tried to eat the entire carrot because I didn't want it in my hand so I could go back to working. And then I had a mouthful of carrot. <laughs> and you have to chew it because you can't just swallow it. And the other thing that, that, that actually works too is to have, at least in my case, um, I, I have very, very fixed dates at times in the day where I have lunch. And before that, I go run with my co-founder every time, every day, almost every day. And it's it's always the same. I, ha I, I get hungry like half an hour before we are supposed to eat. And I would, uh, you know, I would love to just sit down and eat something right away. But then I have mm -hmm. to go run and I go, you know, I grumble right. and I go run and it's just half an hour. And oh man it changes everything first of all yep. your, your your thoughts are direct directed back to just what you're doing breathing running breathing mm. running enjoying nature and then you come back and you feel like oh my gosh i've done something so good for myself now i'm gonna eat healthy um, and, right. and it just it just works i'm not saying it, it would work in any situation but it for most of the times it does work um and mm. and not eating before sleep like and it, it, you're, planning, you're planning for the exercise and not the food. I find yes. a lot of people wake up and say, what are we having for dinner? And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, you know, the, the mindset is food because yeah. that's what the mindset is. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, and Karen, you bring up an interesting point about, you know, and not eating right before bed, yeah. you know, and, and, and it's, I think, you know, at least in our house, that's one of the worst things that we do simply because like a lot of the stuff that we make, takes a couple hours to prepare and right. have ready. So by the time I get home at, you know, six o'clock and get things prepared and dinner on the table, it's eight o'clock. Yeah. And it's only like, you know, an, a, an hour and a half, two hours before people start heading off to bed. Yeah. And so some of the things that I've done is like, I've adjusted to stay up a little bit later before I go to bed, but that's not really still the best idea because now you're sacrificing sleep and it's like, right. that's, yeah. that's another yeah, it's it's one of those things where like it's it's a very difficult balance, especially like when you don't have and it, when you don't have as much time as you would like, yeah. and then and that's how you just end up falling into the convenience trap. And so it's totally. like kids, kids are a big pressure that way because I could eat chili, I could eat chili five days in a row. I could just make a giant pot and be good with meals, you know. But kids, you can't you can't do that. You can't kids. do that. No, no, and you really shouldn't do that with yourself either. <laughs> if it's well i have it in different ways it's not always just a bowl of chili but it'll be chili <laughs> mac or chili on hot dogs or chili uh mm. i don't know i do it in different ways it's it's really difficult to to make it work if you if you live with several people with different schedules right. and everything yes um i i don't have the perfect answer here but what i'll do i'll, I'll just skip dinner if it gets too late um and i make sure i have something before uh -huh. 6 p.m um and uh, i think when i started this uh, I, I started it to increase my sleep or to uh, increase the quality of my sleep because sleep is so related to mental health it's incredible i have so many things mm -hmm. that you can uh, improve in your life if, if your sleep is good and i was going to test it um also with the app and, and with my um uh watch um and it was difficult the first few days because I was used to having dinner later. 
Um, and then I, I got used to it and now I don't even feel it anymore. It's, it's only when you have social pressure, like you, you, you're invited to dinner, then, you know, that's more important. The social aspect of, of, of friendships and, and families much more important than, than what you, you're trying to achieve. And yes, right. and then you can, you can choose between going to bed later um, and sacrificing sleep, which I wouldn't do, or just, you know, making an exception for a day or two uh, a month. And that's fine mm -hmm. too. But it has, it, data shows <laughs> that my sleep was uh, considerably better um when i i wind it down not not only kind of the the all being online screen time um but also food and drinks um and you wow. find other yeah. things to do it again doing it by yourself is hard but if you have, right. a, have a team of people that i proclaim okay guys uh, you know like this is my plan please everyone help me and they all chipped in it's so good you know because you don't have to fight against yourself and you're you're weak right. you're weak body that's whatever the whole base, that's the whole basis of this podcast yeah. is crowdsourcing solutions to problems that other people have yeah like right. you know my mom grew up and she went through so many accidents i wish she was here so i could say um warn me about this you know yeah. because she knew she knew she put her arm through windows she lit a lawnmower on fire she shot oh, herself man. with an electric chainsaw <laughs> so there's so much knowledge that we lost when she was <laughs> and i just so Ah, I lost my train of thought, but what you said was just so interesting. So the idea isn't to go, I don't want, I want less screen time. So I'm going to put my phone down and twiddle my thumbs. The For me, the idea was I want less screen time. I'm going to do more in the kitchen because it's hard with to mm -hmm. use your screen when you have wet hands, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. so for me, it was finding other things. And the other thing is attach a good habit like you did with the running with a bad habit of eating bad right yeah. so it's like mm -hmm. i'm gonna eat i'm gonna have those m&ms but i'm gonna go do something proactive first to earn yeah. them yeah yeah and then often oftentimes i say oh i'm feeling so good i don't know if i want m&ms <laughs> i like where i am right now yeah. You know? mm -hmm. yeah and you know there is good alternatives to screen time like uh in 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 my case, when I don't feel like I, I usually go for a walk uh, with mm, uh, with I my partner, walks. and if I don't have someone to go with me for a walk, then I'll just uh, um, pick one of my favorite podcasts, um, episodes, and I listen to it. So I relax my eyes, but I still have a feeling like okay, I, I'm you know I can wind down with with consuming something rather than watching right. something. Not all the time, but it it eases it. Let's put it this way. And 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 I never like I made it a habit to never take my phone into the um, bedroom. So it's right. just I don't do not going to be in my bedroom. And then you know, like right. it's difficult because I have very good books on it. So how am I gonna read it? And when am I going to read it and stuff? But you know, you find ways to 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 work around yeah. these things. And it's I'm not saying that it should be forever, but it chunks of time. Trying things out that have worked for other people is so mm -hmm. cool. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm so massively curious in everything. So when I hear mm -hmm. from you guys, uh, I'm going to try out a few things. And then you stick for it for a while to see if it has the benefit that you expect from it. And if right. it doesn't have the benefit, you just go for the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
our friend Adam just uh, got his pilot license. And he, he, he told me that. And I was like, you are always finding a new and fantastic way to isolate yourself from the world around you, you know? Because he does mm -hmm. that too. He'll go wander into the woods. He says he does it all the time for the peace. Yeah. And he does, he does the tanks, the isolation tank, the float tanks. Mm -hmm. And he finds such benefit from removing himself from everything out here. And yeah. That, that helped mm -hmm. me to remove all the electronics from my bedroom and kind of make that a cave. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. The cave yeah. and the darkness where you fall asleep immediately because it's right. all you do. <laughs> and then demanding or just assuming it's natural. So when, you know, the next day when somebody's like, Hey, I texted you and I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't put my electronics in my bedroom. And they're like, what? That doesn't, nope, that's natural. That's what I do. That's who I am now. You know, that's mm -hmm. just what it is. Yeah. And getting the world to form because our past is like this wake behind our boat. And once we stop doing what we're doing, that wake has to overtake us and then bypass us and settle down. So when we make a change, our whole past comes comes back going, no, we're doing it this way. And you have to like mm -hmm. handle that. Yeah. If you can get through like, like that month or two, suddenly you realize the habit you you're more important to yourself and the habit you just made to better yourself is better than that past that you left behind. You know? Yeah. You can always tell yourself, Hey, look, if it's convincing enough, I'll go back to it. Right. Right. And you always can, right? Yeah, You always can. Absolutely. So you can you're keep putting it off. Keep putting it off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I always said I didn't want to quit smoking because I knew I would quit quitting and I don't want to be that big of a quitter. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but what I did tell myself is if I wanted one, I would have one. But if I, if I thought I needed one, I would step away. You know what I mean? And eventually I got to a point where maybe one, maybe two, like in the morning or at night, if, with a friend that smoked and I got it down to a moderate level, I think for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's what it's about. We demonize these things so that we can cold Turkey it and we should just realize it's part of us and then just do, do it less. You... Like acknowledge it, just acknowledge it for a week. Mm -hmm. Just go, Oh yeah, there's my bad habit right there. And just keep doing it. <laughs> you know? I mean, you have to, whatever compromise you settle in with, you have to be, uh, okay yeah. with it and uh, you're the only one who can judge whether that's a good idea or not and yeah, uh, oh, yeah. we always test ourselves and then rationalize the conclusion <laughs> so that's what we're always we're always going to be like i want to do this but do i really want to <laughs> i was surviving not doing that so it's this rationalization of going two steps forward one step back i hope yeah just you know we all have to be aware of of the bills that come in later and um, mm -hmm. i'm 51 now i you know <laughs> Me too. bills do come <laughs> Yes. And when I hit 40, I realized everything that hurt was about to kill me. <laughs> and then when I hit 50, I was like, all that stuff that was going to kill me didn't. And I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a threat or a promise? <laughs> but it all hurts. It all hurts so bad. Like Somebody was like, mm -hmm. I'll eat as much sugar as I want. And I was like, and I think about the swollen intestines and, you know, numb feet and high prices of medications before I think about sugar now, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, like, and for myself, like, you know, when I was in high school and I was, you know, like, especially like when I was playing basketball, mm -hmm. like I would, you know, play basketball three hours a night. And then on the weekends I would play 
uh, every night I would play one and a half games because, mm. you know, small town, I'd play a full game. Then I'd end up playing on the team, the upper team right. as well. And so as a kid, I, you know, I could go to pizza and I could eat a large pizza and a family order of breadsticks and a pitcher of soda all on my own. Uh-huh. And now it's like two slices and I'm over here going, Oh God, that was a terrible decision. Why <laughs> <laughs> like how the hell did i do this when i was a kid yeah my roommate eats a frozen pizza and he's like and that's garbage and i was like no you work at lowe's you're 330 pounds he used to be 400 you know but he started walking more and now he's i'm like and it has fruit it has vegetables it has dairy and it has grain like it is your balanced meal if you use it i can't put that many carbs in my body because i don't move that much <laughs> you know that was one of those that was one of those like you know for a while i was trying different convenience hacks when i was living by myself and Mm. and so what i'd do is i'd just buy whatever cheese pizza there was but then i would chop up all the vegetables that i was going to put on it and then i just i would put that on top of this this pizza bake it and you know you know, I go from having this garbage cheese pizza to having a gar- garbage cheese pizza, but there's a ton of veggies on top <laughs> of it, at least. So, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I can deal with, or, you know, especially like if, if you've got you know, grocery stores that have stuff pre-sliced already. Mm-hmm. Hey, great. You can throw on a bunch of mushrooms and, and bell peppers and whatever else you want to throw on there. Yeah. And you can at least make it a little bit better than what it was mm-hmm. and, and not have the massive time commitment of, you know, I like to make my own pizza. Don't get me wrong, but it takes a while to make your own pizza. It does. It does. Yeah. But if you think about what that food is doing for you, instead of how it tastes, you might pick something different. Like broccoli in my pasta works way better in my body than a bunch more cheese, you know? And Mm -hmm. so the cheese tastes better. But if you start thinking about what the ingredients you're putting in are doing for your body, that's when I realized that, yeah, I could just Mm -hmm. eat raisins and not like bread, like, or right. I just started eating rice again. Oh yeah. There's black rice, brown rice. You know, the the, the thing about broccoli um, and all, all these vegetables that are maybe not so, attractive sometimes um especially when you're trying to to make your kids eat it um Mm. i i found that if you can marry it with a a a very nice memory or you know some an experience Uh, that is very positive right then you can kind of make it something special not it's not right away but if broccoli is always eaten at a certain day in a certain circumstance, let's say on a pizza, for example, you can right. slowly increase the attractiveness. <laughs> and at some point, maybe it overtakes the cheese and overtakes all the other stuff. But it takes right. time. All these things, I think we would all be better off if we accepted that change takes time. And that mm-hmm. at that if we can do these changes in very small steps and just stick with it and get our help from outside, you know, to, to adhere, we would be so much more successful. And, and, you know, as you said, three uh, steps forward and two backwards, that's not the way to go. um, Normally it's better to do very little, little, little steps and then have one step and stay there and then do the Mm -hmm. next step and stay there. Like, you know, you'll win the race. (laughs) That just reminds me of like the, I never liked broccoli as a kid. 
until my mom made my mom made cheesy broccoli one time wow one time and i loved it and probably because i love cheese and the next time my mom made broccoli she didn't make cheesy broccoli it was just regular broccoli and i had it and i still enjoyed it yeah and so i was like okay i think you know and at least like for myself i found out that my aversion to vegetables that i had to basically try and overcome as an adult was simply because like we grew up so so poor that the what we could afford was the like the canned stuff and anybody who has ever had garden fresh peas or frozen peas versus canned peas right like it's not like i'm I'm convinced it's not the same vegetable because canned peas are just absolutely horrific they're terrible but but fresh peas or or uh frozen peas once you got them warmed up they taste great they're fantastic they're nice and sweet they're enjoyable yeah Yeah. and and it's it's not the same it's same with like any number of different vegetables i had as a kid like i did not like them luckily Debbie's an amazing cook. And so a lot of the vegetables that, you know, I had despised as a kid, Debbie would cook it and be like, here, eat this and don't bitch about it. And I would, I would eat it. I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. How have I never liked this? And, and the response was, well, you just never had a good version of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Or the surroundings for it. You know, again, the the woods in the forest, uh, Mm -hmm. you fry that egg on, you know, real fire and you put a slice of bread, not in the toaster, but on the fire. And the kids go like, this is delicious. You know, no, no thoughts of, oh, where's my, I don't know, uh, granola or can I have (laughs) some jam? Can I have some peanut butter? No, it's just, it's so good because it, it mm-hmm. fits the surrounding and it's a, and it's, it's, it's a wonderful experience. And you can play on that when you go home and say, okay, now we're going to have egg again, you know, like, and then try to remember the woods and, mm-hmm. and how it felt, you know, having built this little shack and all that. So I think we can mm-hmm. go a long way with ourselves too, um, by attaching something that we want to change to, so, to a nice memory um, or to yeah, something easy. that, that, speaks to our heart right um yeah, yeah. that can help i, think, I yeah. think i think making it myself making it from scratch is that what you're talking about like frozen broccoli in a food processor dump that into some tomato sauce with some store-bought raviolis and i have this pretty great meal <laughs> and i used to dump ground beef into that or in my pasta but now i'm just finding finding food processed frozen broccoli works great with garlic yeah. it's just mm-hmm. it's it's awesome and i feel like Oh my God! I discovered the uh, Plymouth Rock here. Like I know, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's I know how to. Like mm-hmm. I was this year, this year's old when I realized tomato paste in a can, tomato sauce from a can is ragu, just without the dump of seasoning. <laughs> yeah, I mean so. that's that that's a convenience that makes sense. Uh, frozen fruit, uh, you can make mm-hmm. so so many good dishes, healthy dishes right. with frozen food. 
um, uh, frozen but vegetables. The thing is, is if if that's the only thing in your fridge is the frozen fruit or frozen vegetables, when you're hungry, you have to make that work, yes. and you have to make it flavorful. Yes. <laughs> but if mm-hmm. but I'll tell you, if you went out in the woods and you had a dozen eggs and four Snickers bars, your kids wouldn't have been eating those eggs. <laughs> uh, well, I hit, I had uh, we hit actually we hit two. Um, Chocolate Easter bunnies uh, in a, in a cave and made and made them look for them um, and they had so much fun. Um, and then, <laughs> yes. And Why then didn't we start this with that. <laughs> All right, hiding Easter bunnies in caves. Well, well they had they had to to look for it. I, I wanted them to, to be you know to to keep the, that curiosity going and that uh-huh. you know and I had bought them for Easter and you know for some reason we didn't uh-huh. give it to them um, and. Uh, <laughs> And then they said, hey, now you have to, you, know, you can eat a little bit, but you have to portion it because we don't know what's going to happen. Maybe we have to stay in this forest and, right. you know, you can't have it all. So just, you know, mm-hmm. one ear and then we see tomorrow. And they did. And they really did because we were in this environment where it was clear to them. They don't know what the night is going to be like. They have no clue what the next day is going to be like. So they did. Right. It, they did a great job <clears throat> and they would have preferred the eggs. I would. I would say. <laughs> I would oh too. man, breakfast eggs on over a campfire. Uh, oh, so good. Yes. <laughs> you know, I have a I have a lot of memories. Like, there's uh, my grandfather used to make uh, something we call crick fries, and it's you know cubed up potatoes, uh, onions, bell peppers, mm-hmm. um, just salt, and pepper, and butter. It's really simple, but there's just something about that over a campfire. It just uh, it just as different and it's so delicious um you know any number of different things that we used to do over the campfire bacon eggs uh i mean even even just crappy coffee that you've you know put on a percolator over over a campfire tastes different so it just it's one of those things i mean even even for debbie for example debbie hated coffee like the smell the taste it was just always like but something something clicked after uh, a burning man experience and now debbie's probably more of an avid coffee drinker than i am the memory of that smell or that taste or the you know the air yeah in the camp in the campgrounds the air changes everything because your your taste buds are in your mouth but your nasal cavity pushes the air through and you just ah it's just different in the woods you know yeah Yeah, it is well we stopped drinking coffee but Um, I uh, I stopped enjoying it for some reason, and then I stopped right. drinking it because if you don't enjoy something anymore, you should also be you, sh- you should stop doing it. <laughs> I agree. I told somebody was like, I I don't want to edit this podcast, but I, I I want to, and I was like, don't do things that excite you when you're not excited to do them. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, it's not it's not mandatory. Just go do something that you love doing, and then when you're in the mood to do it, mm-hmm. do it do what you're supposed to do yeah if you if you, if you get to pick that yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah if you get to pick that a lot of us we just don't <laughs> right yeah. a lot of us build build our lives so that we don't have to make choices i think that's what most of partnerships and marriages are just putting the task onto somebody else to make the decision for us What's oh. the I don't know. what did you make <laughs> or where are we going i don't know wherever you planned you know so, that's a minefield <laughs> Oh, I like re- I like the ability to have a relationship. I just think some people just do it to replace their parents as the person making decisions. Yeah, for them. yeah. 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 Now, I think you have to you have to 
I have this discussion uh, many times. I think we have to all take the responsibility of making a fair um, um, amount of, of choices and be proactive mm -hmm. about it. I, I have a hard time sometimes too, because it's a, you know, the term decision fatigue. Yeah. yeah. You know, you just, yeah. it, it hits me at about 9 p.m. I just don't want to make any decision, and I shouldn't at that time either. Um, and right. and and uh, but other than that, we should. I think we should assume the responsibility and do um, make decisions, especially with people that we know well. You know, because yeah. otherwise, it, we we end up doing the same thing all the time, the same routine, mm -hmm. just because we're too lazy um, to question it, or we're too lazy to go left because we've always gone won't go right, 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 and we miss out on a lot of fun in life by not uh, assuming, you know, uh, the right. responsibility. We, we deprogrammed ourselves from decisions. It's like we yeah. put them on autopilot so we don't have to be accountable to them. But then when our life stinks, like I think I said it last week, if you put everything off that sucks until tomorrow, you're going to have a shitty day tomorrow. You know? like <laughs> yeah. Are you standing in front of that candy bar? What did you say? Like this uh, self-service thing and yeah it makes the yeah. choice for you yeah right go get back anywhere you don't have, don't look down just take that right. one <laughs> so so and and so for me like one of the conscious decisions that i'm making is, is like look you know i've i i have i have the shakes i've i found some you know healthier snack options that i'm going to keep in my desk and then instead of going up and going to that that break room that has that hmm. i'm gonna pick a different spot especially now summer's coming out here yeah you know spring and summer is and i'm gonna i'm not gonna go into that room because i know that if i go into that room i'm gonna look at that and i'm gonna be like man you know i broke the habit of getting a soda when i go there now it's the habit of you know getting a candy bar mm -hmm. which i've slowly started to break and then I'm not going to be now that I essentially work on a different floor of this building. I not it's not like right there. And so like it's like if I have if I want that I have to go out of the way or I make a convenient choice for myself, a healthier convenient choice for myself. Right. And I make that more accessible yeah. than going to another place and suddenly it's like okay, well I'm going to let myself be lazy and not go up there. Right. <laughs> grab this That's right here cool. and a few weeks a... later you won't even remember there is any <laughs> any right any candy mm -hmm. bar waiting for you <laughs> it's all in your head <laughs> right i always say if i want a candy bar i'm gonna eat an apple and drink a lot of water first and then if i still want the candy bar i'll eat as much of it as i want but yeah. i'm not making it a meal it's like i'm trying to put it in my mouth <laughs> it's like i'm full <laughs> but i worked mm -hmm. for this <laughs> yeah i think we all have our hacks here yeah definitely yeah. Mm -hmm. but i think it's fun to share them so that other people can hear them and be like oh that might work for me oh, like totally. what i want to learn what i want to learn next is yoga i'm really excited about that it's wonderful it's wonderful oh, yoga is so great just make sure you have a good person to to help you with the postures uh that that made it so much easier for me when i when i started we have a friend uh he has a podcast and uh the snack network he's in the he was in the chat for a while i missed him but oh. he was a partner of ours for a while on inspirations beyond disabilities and then we all broke up to do our own things so it's nice to see you hi dave sorry to break in <laughs> it's it's just interesting he is a 
he has videos about eating food. And one of the things that I cannot stand is watching people eat food. <laughs> it drives mm. me insane to hear them eat food. In fact, if there's a commercial and it has three crunches in it, I'll I'll tweet like Tostitos and be like, one crunch. <laughs> you get one crunch. <laughs> Why? Does it make you hungry or, no, or angry? It, it, it makes my jaw clench and I just get so frustrated with having to hear somebody eat potato chips or I don't know why. I don't know why. If like I can't eat in front of people that aren't eating. If we're all eating, it's great. But if I'm the only one eating, I'll go somewhere else or I won't eat. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, mm. it's a bit awkward. That's that's true. That's true. Yeah. And watching people eat, ah, I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's me. And that's one of my phobias and anxieties. And now we're just kind of stretching out and saying, hey, anyway, anybody got any just the tips? Ooh, just the tips. Wow, these <clears throat> things, these things are like famously just popular somewhere. I'm sure. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, <laughs> just the tip. I I would say um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, find a way to be lazy and have the choice that you don't want to make ready for you. Um, and that's, and that's something that I'm working on where it's like, you know, I've, I've gotten used to the convenience of like you, like we talked about all of these different options and choices available to me, but they're not great options. So it's like, you know, I'll make, I'll make a decision now. This is what I'm going to do and then make it, make it lazy for myself. So it's like, all right, cool. This is right here and ready for me right. and, and have the better choice available. And so that's, that's what I'm currently working on. And so far it has, it has helped me make uh, a number of changes. Uh, so far the, those changes have brought me down 15 pounds, Whoa. which is, which is great. Um, because I, I need to work on my heart health. Um, and so let's, see how this keeps going i mean so far there's been some initial some some great initial success love it yeah that's great and it hasn't cost you too much right no you, you don't no, dream fact, about candy bars <clears throat> at night uh. and, and in fact i would i would say that it it hasn't it hasn't cost me anything more financially either to make right. these choices. Yeah. Um, and, and and I would actually even argue it's been cheaper um, financially speaking on on some of these choices because I'm not going out and spending a huge uh, amount of money, you know, fifteen twenty dollars on lunch, mm -hmm. and instead I'm spending you know maybe three dollars on lunch. And wow, stuff. yeah. Um, and and so it, even just from a a financial standpoint it has made a huge it's going to make a huge difference yeah. it does so do you, you know, plus sorry no it, i 16 ounces of hummus cost me two dollars and 50 cents to make you know but in the store that's like 16 dollars worth of hummus yeah. so it actually benefits me to buy like garbanzo beans in bulk and soak them every night so i can have hummus the next day mm -hmm. you know? plus you know what goes in there right yeah especially exactly. hummus yeah so you should yeah. actually take the money that you you save jeffrey and then uh, treat yourself to something really cool Ooh. and so far so far what that is going to be is i'm treating myself to getting myself out of debt oh that's good so you have a big mm -hmm. like that's a big awesome. chart where you can 
you know, check it off every time that you made progress on that. Yep. Oh, one candy bar, a bar at a time. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one candy bar, one one lunch, one you know fast food lunch, or one you know you know expensive lunch at a time. You know, it it really does add up. It it it's 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 huge. Yeah. But it's all about the tiny proactive choices you can make to eliminate the tiny negative choices you're making. Yeah. I like that. Like if you're running, you're not doing anything else but running. You're not eating bad. You're you're not having any other bad habits. You're just running. And that fills the time that you would use twiddling your thumbs and picking up a new bad habit. <laughs> so I think we should we should all fill our fill our lives with more positives. And if you don't know what to do, drink more water <laughs> and listen to another episode of public access America. Um, yeah. My tip is to go get the ear kick app because this thing is fascinating. Thank you, Karen. And I, you're going to stick around, right? Of course. Okay. Then this is the end of this show. Thank you for listening to public access America. Go get the ear kick app, listen to more public access America, drink more water and make better habits. We are going to come back for the next episode which will be our thursday episode which i'm exciting about if you're listening to the live stream you get to hear it but if you're listening to the podcast haha bye (laughs) (laughs) to those who would tear the world down we will defeat you this is our moment this is our time to those who seek peace and security we support you yes we can Stitcher, Smart Stitcher, Radio, Smart app, Radio, Radio app, Public, Radio and, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access Public America. Access history, America. In history in the making. Making history, history in the making. In the making. In the making.